Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode, we have Netflix 302nd film from 2020. It's the Mexican-Spanish language horror film, The Day of the Lord, or Menendez Parte Un, or El Día del Sinor. It's directed by Santiago Alvarado Urari and stars Dolores Heredia, Zimena Romo, and Yuli Fabregas. I'm Jesse. <laughs> Apologies, my Spanish is not uh, fantastic. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me. Hope you're looking forward to discussing this horror film still going through uh, October of 2020, where we have plenty of uh, horror films in time for Halloween. As always, if uh, you're keen on checking this film out, give us a pause. Come back a little bit later on because we will spoil this show as we go. And we kick off with The Fast Flicks, where we do a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one, it's about an excommunicated priest who is convinced into performing an exorcism, even though his methods are extreme and have got him into trouble in the past. Ooh, intriguing. Uh, international film, as always, could not find anything about this film, really. It was super hard to find anything. It was released on Netflix worldwide on the 30th of October, 2020. The translation of the title in Japanese is called Day of the Road. A uh, little bit confused, but that's all good. Uh, the work, it had the working title just of Menendez, and Menendez is obviously in the, the Spanish uh, subtitle as well. He's the priest that we follow throughout this film. What are the critics and audiences saying about this film? Uh, Run Tomatoes, it's only got four reviews, so no critic consensus. Uh, all those are rotten, though. The audience has it at 50%. That's on less than 50 ratings, so on that poor side as well. I'm no base, it's at a five out of 10, halfway, bang on. Only on 1,200 ratings, though. And same for Letterboxd, only has 778 ratings. It's at a 2.8 out of five, and it's only been logged by 940-odd people. So looks like not a lot of people have seen it or gone out of their way to say that they have seen it. I've seen it now, so I'll give you my early thoughts. I think I probably enjoyed this more while I was watching it than I did looking back on it, sort of preparing for this show. There's this one scene, I guess, which is absolutely criminal to include anywhere in a film, and it doesn't add anything other than to the torture, horror, porn canon, I guess. So middle of the range for me as well, just to like, I guess what everyone else is saying. Let's talk about the characters. Let's let, Obviously Menendez, his, his name's in the title, um, not the English title, but pretty much the title for, you know, other countries around the world. He's his priest, and I guess he's lost part of his faith. Uh, his last exorcism that he did went wrong. He ended up in jail for murder. Now he lives a secluded life and sort of heading towards alcoholism. Uh, he's been in love once, but committed himself to other connections with people, helping people out. So trying to be a good guy, I guess, but we do see things throughout this whole film that sort of, as an audience, make us question whether he's a good guy. Um, trying to throw us off, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's, it's sort of a mixed bag of what's going on on the screen. The other sort of person that we meet in this film is Sabus. He's uh, Menendez's friend. He appears to have his you know, have had his own troubles in life with addiction and crime. And, and he's obviously known Menendez because he's helped him out in previously. And he's comes to him for help again to help with his daughter and to save his daughter Raquel from the devil because he believes that she's possessed. He knows that he's committed sins in the past, but he doesn't want his daughter to have to pay for this. And, you know, he sort of says, I'd rather see her die than be with Satan. So, um, you know, obviously a dad that wants best for his daughter, Raquel, the daughter. Um, <laughs> find it very hard to say anything about it other than her being a rebellious teenager who is possessed and I don't know whether that rebellion is from being possessed because it doesn't really make it clear either uh, and Marissa is this woman who just keeps appearing in Menendez's dreams and she's the mother of the child that he killed during an exorcism so um you know she's sort of haunting him I guess even though she still comes over does his dishes helps him out and doesn't hold any um ill 
you know, ill feelings towards him. Uh, the director, Santiago Alvarado Olari, five directing credits, all in Spanish, all sort of look like that horror gore sort of genre. Um, I think there's a comedy in there too, so we'll see. We'll see, we'll see what, what else he does. Uh, scenes, what are some scenes that stood out? Now, this is like, it's a blur line between the scenes that stood out and the ones that I didn't want to see because some of the ones that I saw are just hilariously funny when they're not supposed to be, and that's why I like them. So uh, we'll start off, like this is obviously, uh, this is a good one technically, but Menendez at the start of the film, he's in this cop car, handcuffed, uh, there's cops watching him at the start and then he's on the road and the road sort of transitions into this red cross before the title really cool effect I thought that was good we have uh, Menendez being told about Raquel um, beheading her cat and he just like keep, turns back to the alcohol keeps drinking I thought that was funny um, <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous Menendez opens his laptop he's a priest and he's looking at a website called Horny Girls <laughs> And then he just closes his laptop while it's trying to load. Thought that was funny. Um, Raquel, she rocks up at Menendez's house with headphones on, listening to rock music. Like, just to show you, this must be the devil's work because she's listening to hard rock music. <laughs> so that was really funny too. Um, Raquel, she tries to escape Menendez's house because she doesn't want to be there. And she pulls out a taser and goes to taser him, but it's the wrong way around and she tasers herself. Thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I don't think it was supposed to be funny. Menendez, he goes to kiss Raquel just a weird moment and then he headbutts her to knock her out that was funny too and finally uh this this is a, a good laugh menendez you know he's trying to do this exorcism and he's got um, raquel's dad there and he's like you know saying he's got the bible and he's saying forgive me lord and he just rips out the pages like it's for a good reason rips out the pages of the bible i thought that was funny too uh, forgettable scenes some of these are still funny but um Sebus, raquel's dad he pulls a knife to his throat um, to threaten Menendez to take on the exorcism because Menendez is having second thoughts. And he's like, he's going to kill himself if he doesn't take his daughter's case on. Just really bad. Um, <laughs> Menendez smelling Raquel's clothes. That was gross. And didn't, I don't know, uh, just, it's trying to make you as an audience think he's a creep, but I don't know why we needed it. Uh, Raquel, she explains that she's a teenager and has done some bad things, but she doesn't do drugs and she doesn't steal candy. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious and then literally the next scene we see her lighting a joint anyway so that was funny uh, Raquel she has ambition of being on a talent TV show <laughs> on TV <laughs> funny uh, Raquel does his weird dance for Menendez that was gross uh, the whole and this like, this is that scene I mentioned in the intro I guess the whole Raquel with her dad doing like sexy dance moves on him we've got fellatio intercourse way too much just not needed at all and then finally, Raquel, um, at the end, she's leaving the house. Uh, she, you know, she's been absolutely beaten to a pulp by Menendez, really, and her dad at times. And she thanks Menendez on the way out while this dramatic music kicks in. Oh, God, give it a rest. Uh, themes, ideas. What's this film trying to say? Obviously, the idea of priests losing their faith, you know, the, the power that they actually have and the, the lack of consequences, maybe, that they face sometimes. Um, the idea of evil, the devil lurking good possibly needing to win in the end at times too uh what, did I, what else did i take away from this film i think raquel the idea that the actress that's playing her was a teenager was hilarious she looks like she's lived a hard life <laughs> like she looks like an old woman i just thought that was hilarious that they made her out to be a teenager and the post credit scene i've got to mention it we have menendez he sees a nun and then they have the audacity to have this title card that comes on the screen saying you know part two La Buona Muerte, which means the good death. There is no sign of this sequel anywhere online or anything, so I, I don't think it's happening. But just like the the balls to, to put that at the end of your film, thinking that it's going to get greenlit, um, hilarious. All right, uh, questions, ponderings, ideas. Menendez, 
like I mentioned before, he's on the computer searching for like the horny girls on his computer. He sniffs uh, Raquel's clothes. They try to show like him as a creep. I get that. But then they try to show all the methods and the same with this toilet scene too. And they try to show all the methods he used in a montage for, for the exorcism. So they, these actions are normal. But was he? I don't know. Like, was he a normal guy? And I don't think, feel like, and I, I guess that we need to know too. Like at the end of the film, there's a, that, um, title card for the sequel like where he's on the phone and we sort of see that the phone's disconnected and he's been on this phone talking to someone throughout the film so who was on the phone is, is it an imaginary person is it all in his mind so open to interpretation i don't have an answer and i don't think the film gave a good enough uh, way of explaining it either but i'm ready to wrap this up let's uh let's give the film we give the film a rating out of five i mean the film it didn't drag the performances they're okay and you know effective at times i guess you know probably not for anyone other than gore horror lovers but you know it's still fine even though maybe the parts that i enjoyed i wasn't supposed to because they weren't supposed to be funny it was supposed to be serious i'll give this a two and a half out of five we are on socials we've got x formerly known as twitter we've got facebook and instagram give us a follow give us a like if you can the post for this episode sort of ties in what i was talking about but is menendez suffering from mental health issues like that phone being disconnected should that there's a reason there why what is that or is it the devil doing more work who knows i'd like to know uh we're back next week next week it's not an international film which is um but it's a christmas film so um it's okay it's from 2020 it's a christmas romantic comedy called operation christmas drop this one's directed by martin wood and stars cat graham and alexander ludwig bring it on christmas film uh in the start of march uh that's okay it's gonna feel a bit off but we're there as always thanks for listening and i will see you next week